there, everyone, and welcome back to Skyrim 1080. Yeah, I am your host. My name's Colin, and I'm also your DM for this evening. Um, welcome back to Skyrim 1080, which is um, set ten years after the, the destruction or the death of Alduin, the World Eater. Um, we have now we're now following some new intrepid adventurers who have come to Skyrim and and one old hat at it. Um, they've been in Skyrim a little over a week now, uh, entering uh, across the border um, with the borders of Cyrodiil and Hammerfell, and um, they have come to the town of Falkreath and spent some time there, uh, fought a spider. Uh, fought, a, fought a Drogon and fought another Drogon and um, gave a, a wolf a telling off. Uh, battered and bruised and they've earned some friends and maybe some enemies in Falkreath. And they're now set to um, head out on the road again. Um, after Mouse had found um, an interesting note, um, it seemed to be the... It's an old book that's been traveling around Skyrim, an officer's guide to Skyrim given to Imperial officers. Um, but on further inspection, um, which uh, Mouse did while out in the woods, taking some quiet time, uh, through noticing some misspellings and wrong punctuation, realized that it was a code that he knows and deciphered it into a letter that seems to indicate that there is something nefarious going on at Helgen. And he has uh, said that this is obviously the w this is also the way the, the most direct way to get to White Run. Um, so we might as well go there and check it out at the same time. So I'd like to introduce our players at this time. Um, and tonight we will go in the order of who was the youngest uh, when they had their first drink. <laughs> and we'll talk about characters. <laughs> so everybody roll. We'll roll for this. Damn, I was ten, y'all. <laughs> Do we have to seven? Do we get to add our proficiency bonus? <laughs> I rolled a five. Oh, jeez. I rolled rolled a four. Oh. Must have been teething on some Nord meat or something <laughs> at uh, the, the ripe young age of four. Uh, no clean water where you were living, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck water, bring wine. So <laughs> That's right. We have never drink the stuff fish piss yeah. in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, Luke. Do we? So yeah, hi, hi everybody. This is uh, Pat here. I am playing the uh, Nord cleric Luke Icewalker, uh, who is uh, uh, imagine him as the generic Nord prisoner when you start up Skyrim. He looks like that. He's a big, big strapping Nord. Uh, right, probably right about that age in his thirties. He's a cleric of uh, Kinnerath, uh, who um, was, uh, despite being a Nord, this is his first trip to Skyrim. He was raised in the Imperium 
uh, his uh, parents fled into uh, Cyrodiil with the uh, to escape some of the uh, some of the troubles before the Civil War, and uh, he has only recently been guided by Kinnerath to uh, to return to Skyrim. Mm. All right, and I believe it was uh, Mouse next, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, hello, everybody. This is Victor uh, playing Septimus Vulpin, otherwise known as Mouse, uh, who was born in Cyrodiil, but moved shortly thereafter to uh, live with his aunt in uh, uh, White Run Hold in Skyrim. Uh, his aunt was killed uh, when he was uh, in his early teens, and uh, he spent the next number of years uh, learning various uh, skills, um, mostly on his own, but... Uh, uh, and he is now 24, and has decided that he wants to become a, a guide uh, and has fallen in with these others uh, after their first adventure. Uh, he met them in Valkreath. Awesome. And uh, I believe it was the young body, wasn't it? Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Andrew, playing the character Bati. Uh, Bati is a young and uh, vivacious sort of sarcastic maybe even uh, wood elf um, really interested uh, in the history and any information she can get on the dragonborn obsessed with the dragonborn came to Skyrim 10 years after on the 10th anniversary figured that's a good time uh, stories are now cropping up all over the land of this um, legendary character uh, so it's time as a bard to come collect the stories and uh, make a name for herself through the magic telling of, of tale and song. Uh, at the border, uh, she came across a most noble Nord priest who this, uh, she's agreed to latch on to him because it seems like he's got places to go. And along the way, met our kitty cat friend and a guide. So uh, this, is, this will be our party as we uh, roll out and uh, she tries to collect her stories about the Dragonborn. And this is Ray. I'm playing uh, a young uh, Khajiit male. Uh, his name is uh, Jaquai Chang. Uh, he's spent his entire life uh, in the monastery uh, in elsewhere and is uh, on a quest uh, to find his brother. Uh, there was a message that was received by the uh, uh, by the monastery that uh, someone was looking for uh, Zarendar. And so there was some question about, uh, you know, how his brother had gotten that name in, in Skyrim. And so uh, Jaquai has set off uh, in an effort to find his brother or information about his brother. Um, he's been in the monastery all his life. His brother dropped him off there when he was very, very young. And uh, he is quite accomplished uh, in his uh, order. And uh, he joined up with uh, the party just after crossing the border and uh, having a little brush up with a, uh, a hungry wolf and we've been uh, enjoying the company of uh, um, 
the other travelers, uh, but there is a urgency in in uh, Jaquai's uh, mind at this point that we need to either the group needs to help him or he needs to go on his way, but he has to find information about his brother. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. So, last we left off, uh, you, uh, or the party had just finished their conversation uh, with Nenya, the uh, steward of Falkreath Hold. Um, a rather forgetful lady, but uh, she seems to remember the names of her friends. Um, and she sends you off with a little bit of a reward. And... Uh, give me one second. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, I send off rewards. So you head out the west gate of um, of Falkreath Hold, uh, heading off to head towards Halgen, and um, uh, leading the the way is um, is Young Mouse. Um, is there anything? What would you guys like to do? Well, I'd like to look in the pouch and see what's in there. Easy enough. You have a quick shifty in. Uh, feel around you. Uh, his um, Luke's. Um, sorry, I'm all ums and ors uh, starting off here. Um, you find one amethyst, uh, which is worth approximately 100 gold. Nice. And two tiger eye gems. What are tiger eye gems? You Does anybody know? Well, you have a look at them. They actually look very much like tiger's eyes. Um, they're translucent uh, brown gems with a golden center. Body looks over at Jaquai and says, Eh? Eh? <laughs> Racist. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, sing a song, Bard. <laughs> Mouse strokes his chin and says, I think I've heard of these being used in some alchemical potions, but I'm not sure. Um, no, they're, they're, they're not realized. They're, they're actual gems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Understood. Any any reactions, Mister uh, our our Nord priest friend? Uh, do you have any? Uh... I, uh, I I don't have any knowledge of this. Uh, ah, okay. Let's see. Uh, I can't remember if I have. I actually might have. You do. I did say I have a religion profession. I have medicine, religion. I don't know if either of those. Yeah, you have under the initial tools. Check your tools. You have a herbalism kit, which allows you to do um, basic alchemy. Ah. Okay. Nice. So yeah, you would de- you would definitely instantly recognize what uh, that these are in no way a component. 
for alchemy. Oh, okay. They are not. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. So I, I will relate that to the group that you know these are, uh, to my knowledge, not uh, not usable in any alchemical compounds. Mouse looks a little crestfallen, but uh, he's uh, willing to accept that. Uh, they're worth about ten gold each. Oh, okay. Very nice. So. All right, Luke, tuck those in the pouch and let's get rolling. Yeah. Have places to be. All right. So, so Mouse, do you, do you know this road? You know Falkreath very well. Do you know the road to, to Helgen? Yes, I do. Uh, we need to uh, head to the east from, from here, uh, and the road will climb slightly as we head towards, towards Helgen. I know it well. Very well. Follow your lead. Um, and we need to make sure that we stay to the the left fork. If if we went out the west gate, um, then we're going to make a left and uh, on that road and head up up the hill. If I'm not mistaken, um, past past the turnoff to uh, to Haldir's Cairn. Um, I'll play us a little song as we walk. Yeah, that would be nice. nice. So in your experience, Matt, you know it. it's going to approximately take around four full days to get to Helgen. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a trek and a bit of a walk. Um, uh, I also know the area well, right? So I do know that there, are, there have been bandits along the road. Yes, uh, it's so a notorious I, bandit uh, uh, stretch that seem, they always seem to be targeting, uh, especially you remember when um, the Khajiit traders used to come through uh, Fall Grief would always complain of uh, marauders uh, attacking the caravan. Hmm. But usually Khajiit scare them off. Um, so uh, seeing as you're helming and still leading, uh, I will get you to make a, uh, a perception check as you're uh, leading the troop up the road. And um, Unless there's anything in particular you wish to accomplish along the way, we'll just do this for the entire day. Um, that I want to accomplish? No, I just want to... Or learn. anybody. Oh, okay. Uh, my perception on this one is um, 11. 11. So you're very business-like, so you take them along the road all the way up to the top and it reaches up and gets to the top. Um you get to the interchange and uh, hang a left and start to work to make your way towards um, uh, Halgen, holding out the, uh, yes, my mistake, you're heading east, right? Yeah, going east. Yeah, yeah. so you're heading east towards Halgen. Um, uh, um, if I could have... Um, I would say the two that were more likely. Could I have um, Luke and Jaquai make perception checks? Okay. You know, walking along as you're sort of like, you know, traveling along the road. You're just sort of like staring at the scenery and stuff like that. See if you're paying attention as you're following that mouse along as he's leading you on the, along the road to towards Town. Uh, I got a, got a 15. Fairly, fairly alert today. I've had my coffee, I guess. <laughs> 18 for me. 
So as you reach the interchange, you're getting towards the, the end of the day now to, to get to that uh, turn-off. Um, you do look over to your left, and what was mostly just a, mountains, a mountainside up to your left that would probably take a couple of days' travel out of your way to try and get to, um, right at the very top, uh, near with a cloud line, most of the day it's been obscured by cloud cover, and obviously the rain in Falkreath, because obviously it's raining. Everybody knows it's raining in Falkreath. Uh, you do see what's very far it cut into the side of the mountain. Seems to be some Nordic ruins. And right at the edge of where probably these Nordic ruins would begin uh, seems to be a very small fire. Both, um, both of you actually with a DC of 15, both of you see this. A very small fire just outside of what seems to be these Nord ruins built into the face of the mountain. Can can we tell? Is it a campfire or forest fire? Can we can it's, we tell the nature? Too far away. You, it's too far away. All you know is that you can see flame because it's getting it's starting to get a little bit dark. Uh, it's getting towards the end of the day now, but you can see there's just uh, the flickering of light against the like the the blackening of the sky because you're looking at it from the side. Um, so you're heading east. You're looking north. And it's just there against the blackness of the sky and it's just flickering away. It would be sort of like quite a few days and then sort of like travel up the mountain to try and get there, but you can just see sort of like a, a fire going off against these northern rooms. It looks actually very pretty with the with the night sky. Mouse Mouse sees you looking and says, uh, priest, what do you see up there? And I, I I presume with 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 guidance between Jaquai and me, we can we can make mouse. Uh, yeah, you, you know, obvious you, once we point it out. Yeah, you know what it is. This is uh, Shriekwind Bastion. You I know was about this. to say yeah, that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that these are uh, no ruins, but uh, pretty much, it's a nightmare to get to because it's um, so high up. So basically, you have to climb the mountain to try and get anywhere access. Um, you that fire is new though. Yeah, Mouse, Mouse knows of Shriekwind uh, Bastion and uh, tells the others that it's notorious as a home for uh, uh, bad, bad things. Bad things. Bad things. Uh, vampires so, and the like. Yeah. Um, so I, you just pass along that and you sort of like looking around uh, for somewhere to camp. So... Uh, if um, who's going to set up camp? Well, I'll start by walking the perimeter of where we're going to camp. We're camping right by the road. That's up to you. Yeah. Uh, are you? Is everybody ready to camp? It's getting kind of late. Uh, or do you want to go on yeah. into the night a little ways? No, I, I, I think it's smart to make a camp. Uh, All right, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll walk over the perimeter around here about uh, 15, 20 yards around while you guys uh, set up camp. I'll just uh, okay. see if I find uh, anything. If, if you're all, all helping out to set up camp, uh, let's see, have uh, Mouse roll a survival check with, uh, with advantage. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, just uh, 10. 10 total 
Is that total? Yes, yes I'm afraid so. Right, that's so used to roll well. <laughs> it's um, it's an okay sort of camp where he's found you uh, guys to set up camp, but there is a, a, a couple of places that you know is that would have been better. It would have kept the the wind and the rain off you if you had to go at this cluster of trees right where you are. You're sort of like going to get rained on pretty much all night long. Um, you, you are the rest of you are kind of thinking. Maybe somebody else should take over the, uh, the setting up of camp uh, the next time. So you uh, spend the night. Uh, is there anything you wish to accomplish during your night stay? Anyone? I'd like nothing here. Why is okay? Nice. Uh, could I get, um, while you're standing out and watch, could I get, um, let's see. Jaquai, um, Botty, and uh, Luke to roll a um, a perception check. All three. Decos to eleven in my case. <coughs> um, twelve. Uh, eleven. So you're. Having a look around, it's a very clear night. You do see hear some howls in the distance and some grumblings and sounds of birds and bees and things like that. But uh, nothing dangerous seems to cross your path of nice as you're all keeping watch. You all wake up the next morning all fully refreshed and ready to head out the next day. Oh, okay. Continue down the road then. We uh, we we need to uh, to get a move on. We should walk as fast as we possibly can if we want to get Jaquai where he needs to go while still performing our our mission here. I agree. Let's move out. Okay. So I'll uh, see. Have uh, make um, two um, perception checks. Uh, mouse? Two? Two, yeah. For the next two days. Um, oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Perception. So, uh, 24. Oh, nice. And, uh, so, uh, and 15. 15. Yeah, 24, you keep an eye out for pretty much anything that's going to come your way. And nothing seems to, like, dangerously that's across your path again. You hear wolves and things like that. You do point out uh, a couple of things saying that's, um, like, you know, there was a bandit camp over there. You can, sort of like, you know, it was a notorious ambush spot. But as you can see, somebody has come in and cleared all the wood away. So, so. We, we passed the ruins of the, of the wooden bridge across the road, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, no, you haven't passed that yet. Oh, okay. All right. You're just coming up to that. That that's on your next one. You're 15. So oh, you okay. get to uh, the wooden bridge, and as you see it, it's now over uh, looking, and it's starting to get looking really rickety. Um, but you know, as you've passed there a couple of times, um, sort of like you know, you've managed to keep yourself hidden and away as you've been traveling through because you're traveling through on your own. But you're very wary of passing this point. But with your DC of 15, but you'll be able to sort of like approach it far enough away to be able to tell that as far as you can tell there is absolutely nobody there it seems to be where none of the braziers are lit and 
you sneak in a little closer, and what used to be traps in the side are completely empty. Ah, okay. So you approach, and you tentatively tell the others to, to follow you in, getting closer, and then you get closer and closer, eventually walk right up to it, and there's nobody there. Yeah, Mouse turns around and says, there used to be rock traps here that they would dump on unwary travelers, and uh, but, but they seem to be empty. Um, Audie scratches down a few notes in a notebook. And Mouse also says, if, if, if I remember correctly, there's a path to the right as well. Um, there used to be a camp up there, but I don't know if there still is. Um, um, you, you see, you decide that this is a place they camped down for the night, so you camp down there for the next night. And then you're leading off, and this is into the next day you're probably going to get into um, uh, getting close to Helgen. So uh, by the end of the next day, probably be able to make it there. Um, if I could have you roll an intelligence check, for please. Um, yeah, seeing as you're the only one who would know there, you'd know the, the, the layout is just going to be you, Mouse. Uh, let's see, uh, that would be 14. 14. 14. You, you do remember from previous times that you've walked up this road to be able to get to various places that as you're heading up or walking up towards Helgen, you are walking up towards it. So as you approach it, anybody that's inside Helgen is going to be able to see you coming from a mile off. And you reading that note, if you, as it is um, sort of like, you know, it, um, you suspect there might be bandits or there might be some people of nefarious things. Approaching it directly from the road might not be the best idea. Hmm. You do know that if you go off to the right, you could probably circle up and get above it on the mountainside and be able to look down into Helgen itself before heading in there. Um, I think, uh, well, okay. Uh, all right. Then I will relay that to the others, um, and, uh, uh, suggest that we climb to the right, um, and see if we can get above, above Helgen unseen. So this is the end of the fourth day, right? Yes. You're now approaching and it's, it's now getting pretty late. Uh, the moon is out, but it's the sun hasn't completely gone down, so it's kind of like a twilight. It's uh, bright enough uh, that you'd be able to see it. Um, so you start to um, get up there towards the side, and um, he passes out that from the note. He's kind of insinuating, um, so like get this sneaking suspicion that somebody might be um, occupying Helgen and you might want to be worried about what's in there. It might also be the cause of the uh, the, the source of the Skyrim, of, of the Skyrim, of the uh, skooma that um, Nenya has been talking about that's been happening in um, Falkreath. He actually... Um, just... Um, no, we'll just leave it there. So he tells you all about what he read in the uh, in the note. Uh, again, 
uh, about um, sort of like apparently some bandits in there have uh, set up camp in there and uh, they might have a child or a young man hostage in there or something like that that you're not particularly sure. Okay. So are we going to climb in the cover of darkness, gentlemen and ladies? You want to send some people up above and then have other people scout out below? Um, well, I think uh, I think Mouse uh, is quite ready to climb. Um, perhaps Shaquai, who can see better in the dark as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's stick. Uh, and we should stay together. So stay together. All right. Let's that, go. That seems prudent. All right. <clears throat> so, so uh, can can uh, we do a bit of a very minor retcon and presume that at some point over the past four days we've gotten Mouse to uh, kind of let us know what the current status of Helgen is and body to give us a little bit of the the dragonborn related history so that the the skyrim in game knowledge is sort of now we all kind of have the skyrim in game knowledge at some level is that is that reasonable yeah yeah i mean it's told it that it's a it's a ruin keeper was uh and even you would have heard the story yeah, of, yeah. Uh, when the dragons arrived that they arrived and literally destroyed a town and walking all three of you um would this would be of no surprise to you walking up through the empire walking alongside the roads and seeing completely ruined keeps it's it, it's uh, everywhere you go in Cyrodiil walking up through Cyrodiil every time you come to like there used to be loads of castles at every corner all across but now they've just like dilapidated and sort of like you know left to their own devices and some of them house evil spirits and some of them house bandits and goblins and things like that so it's it's not unknown to for a keep to fall into disrepair and then the hold or as in the sort of like the area down in Cyrodiil just to leave it and let it, leave it to rot without trying to keep it, the, the upkeep of it. So you're not too surprised that this has happened. But so, so my, my, my only so my, so my only specific question and just to confirm it sounds like there's been no effort to rebuild Helgen. No. It's consistent with what we saw in the Empire. Yes, and. Okay. Um, in the last episode, Mouse did relate to you that um, it had been had become a um, like a, a notorious um, hideout or sort of like home for bandits, necromancers, uh, pretty much anybody of nefarious means to sort of like occupy Halgen and try and work out of there. And it, a couple of times, the town guard went in there to clear them out, but. Um, Apparently, the Dragonborn went in there, has been in there a few times, and because his story started there, it holds place in very high regard. And there is a rumor going around that if anybody who does occupy Helgen um, th uh, for nefarious purposes, not just going there to pay their respects or anything like that, um, will be met with a face worse than death. Mm -hmm. uh, it was in the letter saying, quoting, that they will have their soul wrenched from their body. And sent mm. to oblivion. Nice. Yes. So, right. uh, as you were heading up to the the right hand side, it takes you about a half a day to try and get up high enough, and then you, as you get there, you come towards the end of the day. Um, you're looking down at Halgan. It's kind of like darkly lit, and if we could have everybody move to roll twenty, please. 
Okay. Uh, body is annoyingly telling everyone who already obviously knows all this that, oh, this is the <laughs> This is where the Dragonborn first came into Skyrim, everyone. This is where we all, this is where his adventure starts. Ever, and, and, you know, the people are all around him are annoying. Let's say, shut the fuck We're trying to get up the mountain here, man. <laughs> so, uh, you guys have approached from here. And this is the little turn off here that is, you've decided to head up the side of the mountain. So you're not seeing from the approaching, you're not seeing approaching from uh, these guard towers. And you start, and you eventually make your way up to about here. Okay. Give me a second. It's kind of rotated. Little thing. So, uh, this is obviously north. Yeah. So you have um, sort of like um, river ward over this way, and yep. then you have Falkreef down that way, and then this way is out the uh, road out to Rifton. Um, One second. The pale pass. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you have come up here, and as you get there, can I have um, see who's uh, keeping an eye on who wants to ha have a look out over Helga to see what they can see. Well, if it's getting dark, I, I think uh, I would ask. Mouse would look at Shaquai and say, Can you see anything? Yeah. So, um, roll a perception check, please, um, Jaquai. Uh, so that would be 18. 18. Nice. So, from this tower here, you can see from about here, you're here, and in this tower here, you can actually see a little bit of smoke. A very tiny amount, but a little bit of smoke coming out from the top of this tower here. And what did you roll again? 18. 18. Okay. And over... Give me one second uh, so I can open up more of the map here. Yeah? 18. Over the top of Helgen, right at the very back, you just seen something in this area here. Just like a piece of metal just after glimmering off the moonlight. You're not 100% sure what it was, but something... There's an instance of a sort of gleam. It could have been sort of like off a, like, you know, a stone or something like that. But it seemed to be very quick. Something gleamed off a piece of metal and then, and then moved. It disappeared. Um, so a mouse would look at Jaquai and say, do you see anything near the gate that we were, that we avoided? The gate at the, you know, 
at the end of the road that we were coming up. Is, uh, is there anybody in uh, near that gate? Uh, it, there was nobody there. Okay. Um, well, then I would, uh, if we want to get in, I would suggest that's the best way, unless we can find a way to climb over the wall. But um, if we can unlock that gate, if it's locked, in fact. But this one here, you've traveled through before. There is no gate here. It's just uh, like a smashed down wall. Ah. Well, Mouse has forgotten that. Um, I wonder what else Mouse has forgotten about the layout of Helgen. It's been a long time since he's been been through. Uh, yeah, you've bypassed it. Uh, yeah. Bad memories. Yeah. Um, so how much does Mouse remember of, of the interior? Well, of all, the only thing about Halgen is that you, it was the easiest, quickest way to travel towards um, the rift, uh, heading mm -hmm. that, that way towards Riften. And yep. it, so you wouldn't have to circle all the way around the ass end of nowhere and then come up by the lake to go ahead off to um, White Run. This was the quickest way. So you just had to know that just to get in and get out quickly. So mm -hmm. here there is no gate. There were There's a gate here which every time you've been through in the past there's been nobody here and they've always been open and there's a gate here which again I've always been unlocked and open every time you've come through uh, okay uh, here there's just a hole in the wall yes okay. well gentlemen um, how do you feel about going in under cover of darkness that works for me. Well, I'll be uh, I'll be navigating by moonlight. Uh, my my concern is that it, in in my uh, inability to navigate in the moonlight may may cause us to be given away if we're trying to move stealthily. I will hold on to Jaquai's tail. <laughs> <laughs> you can see in the dark as well as he can. <laughs> It's just he, fun. on the other hand, got nothing. You could try taking some of those. <laughs> well, you can hold on to Body's tail. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get fresh. She's not that kind of girl. Or maybe I should say I'm not that kind of priest. <laughs> okay, that's probably more like it. <laughs> well, Mouse knows enough a little bit to, to, to and it's fairly stealthy, so... Uh, <laughs> um, Excuse me? lead off at least until the, until the gate, until we can get to the, uh, or the, the hole in the wall, as it were. So should we head down that way? Let's do it. I'll, All right. I'll do my best to navigate. So you're well, heading, I'll definitely bring up the rear. Heading yeah. down this way, towards this entrance here? Yes, that seems to be the, the closest entrance. Okay. Um, well, I'd like everybody to roll stealth, please, including uh, and Pat. Uh, sorry, Luke, with disadvantage, please. Whoa! <laughs> I rolled a two. Yes. Oh. Well, uh, Mouse rolled a one. Oh, I got a three. I feel kind of bad. 
I've got 18. Well, of course, you're a cat. <laughs> so on your way in, you pass by some trees. And as you get here, Pat walks up and managed to kick one of the log and fall flat on his face, straight into his shield, or bang. And Mouse, seeing this, turns around and goes, for God's sake, can't you be... And then clicks on a trip on a piece of wood, falls on his back and slides all the way down the bottom of the hill. Screaming <laughs> as he goes all the way down to the bottom here. Uh, um, ouch. Uh, uh, and I scowl at you guys from the uh, entrance at <laughs> the wall. Uh, um see can i have um um Jaquai, can you roll a perception check for me fourteen Fourteen. so you haven't realized anybody is um uh is moving towards you yet so you are just uh, you're heading, and you're just about there at the moment. So, what would you like to do? I'll continue well, moving in. I'll uh, mouse is going to stand up and dust himself off and look furtively around, <laughs> crouch down, <laughs> look back at Luke, whisper, "Are you okay?" Uh, only, only my pride is armed. <laughs> so you guys make it down to the bottom of the mountain hour noisily and you all meet up with Jaquai and Barty who are here shaking their heads at the <laughs> stupid humans <laughs> I told you I couldn't see in the dark <laughs> and uh, you get in here and see um Yes, okay. I would like uh, everybody to roll initiative, please. <laughs> Thirteen. So, as anybody, so roll a d20, add a dexterity modifier, and Botty, you can add an extra one to that as well. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I had, okay, so I had a, a 16 then. So, um, do we have anybody who's got um, 25 to 30? I don't think anybody can get 25 to 30 yet, but just in no. case. No. Uh, 20 to 25? No. Uh, so 15 to 20. Yes. Okay, so what did you got? You got 16, Mouse. What did you get, Botty? 19. 19, so it's Botty first. And then it's Mouse. And um, so we got um, a 10 to 15. I'm a 12. And so that is uh, Jaquai. 
and and we have Luke. Okay, and I'm going to roll. I actually had a, I forgot my dicks. I actually had a four if it matters if uh, the bad guys roll a, a three, but <laughs> forgot my so... massive dexterity bonus. <laughs> so, um, he's going to roll D six. Okay. So, uh, what was your marching order? I'm assuming from the way I was talking, it was Jaquai, Botty, uh, then Mouse and Luke. But is anybody saying that they were going in in any different order? Well, by the time everybody ended up falling down the hill, I, uh, um, Mouse was in front of everybody except Jaquai, right? So I don't know what our... If we have resumed our marching order, uh, Mouse was originally in front. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely in the back. Yeah. Hey, back. So, uh, who went through the gate first? Was it you, Jaquai? Yes. And I'll stay in front. Okay. So, well, because it's afraid... dark. he doesn't want to trip over anyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's all right. Um, as you stand there, as you just step through the gate looking back sort of like you know wiggling your um your nose at um these two um um uh, the two humans who just came through the gate a an arrow whistles right past your head and hits the wall just behind you so you've come through this hole here just through the gate here and an arrow has just impacted this wall right there and look over and you see a, a man bandit has just stepped out of this tower's door right here and is looking straight at you um since everybody here was surprised actually no wait it's top down so no that's tall enough so and that is uh a six so that doesn't hit either another arrow hits this wall here coming from this direction here mm -hmm. so uh, and seeing as you guys didn't see that they were there you were surprised so they had a surprise round against you but missed both times um, so now they get to go it's now back to this start of combat round so first up is Botty So, as you're coming in, you're following, um, was it Mouse, uh, sorry, you're following Jaquai through. You see an arrow fly right past in front of him and hit impact this wall here. You're barely missing him. And then another arrow coming from this direction, straight down, impacting this wall there, just narrowly missing you. What would you like to do? You is see there any sort of grid pattern so I can tell how far this courtyard is? No, we're just doing this as uh, basically. So you're probably looking around about 150 yards to the. Well, probably about 100 yards. Sorry. All right, that's a long. Day. Is there cover to to, uh, to dive under? Wagon. Or... I was going to say, is there a wagon to duck behind or anything close by? Can I you've do? Got, you've got some rubble right here. Your first time noticing. Uh, there is some like 
knocked over and some rubble uh, of rocks and things like this. But this rock here appears to be melted. Mm -hmm. There's destroyed rocks and stone and bits of wood. Um, and then some stone has been melted on top of it. And you managed to get in what you think may be some cover here. Okay, yeah, I'll duck, I'll duck for cover. Okay. Um, did you want to attack or do anything? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pull out my bow and return fire <laughs> to... Um, see, I guess it would be this tower uh, to the east. Kido? Uh, which tower now? Th this one here, yes. Okay, that's that's more of the south. South, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, add you want to? Yes, yeah, so roll a d twenty. Okay. Hold on. And add your dexterity and proficiency. So that's plus five, I believe. Seventeen. Oh, plus. Yeah, plus definitely hit. And that definitely hits. So roll a d6. Oh, no. One. <laughs> one. So that's no. one plus three. So that's four damage. And that's four. Minus four to that guy. And next up, uh, is there anything else you'd want to do? Um, you have an inspiration as a bonus action. Or yeah, healing word. I don't think you're gonna need that yet. Sure. Anything else? You... I'll I'll in, I'll inspire. I will. I will... Gosh. That's, no, I, I I won't. No, never mind. Sorry. Okay. So next up is mouse. Okay. Well, mouse is going to um, step as close to cover as he can while still keeping this attacker in view and draw his short bow um, and he's also going to go tech here and uh, since he's been rolling so poorly <laughs> real dice uh, I have not done this before pardon me folks I'm sorry I'm going to try to roll using roll 20 here um, so and uh, I have to Oh, I can add that later. So, so how do I, I? I apologize. How do I do this? I slash Sla what? slash roll. That's slash roll d twenty. Slash roll space d two zero. Slash. Don't you just have a little cute dice roller? Yeah, just to the left. You know the work tool. Oh, right there. Okay, I apologize. I didn't. I didn't know that. So you've rolled a seven and. You, uh, what's your dexterity modifier? Is it plus three? Uh, yeah, so it's plus five. So so it's a 12. It's a 12. I'm afraid that just misses. Oh, so again, to you, sending an arrow back his way, he managed to duck back inside the tower just out of the way, and the arrow flies right by, banging into the back of the tower. All right, so as, uh, as his bonus action, uh, Mouse is going to try to find uh, quick cover that will also cover him from the tower to the north, which is which he remembers was also a uh, uh, source of an arrow. Looking at it, your best your best option to hide will be back here, back okay. out the way you came. All right, so, so I'll you step, run out back there. I'll step just into the archway there. 
doing. So, uh, next up is the bandits again. So they got a surprise round. Now it's their actual turn. So the one in the tower now attacks, and that is <coughs> a thirteen. And Jaquai, your armor class is like sixteen, isn't it? Uh, seventeen. 17, yeah, so again, he tries to shoot uh, the arrow at you because you haven't moved yet. You seem to be a bit startled or a bit annoyed at these two arrows flung in your direction. Um, and um, he again sort of like, you know, misses you. It just sails past your, your ear. And then the guy from behind, another tower who can just see over and he's sort of like kind of trying to aim into... Uh, the bunch of these. So it's a roll. And that's another 10. So again, that's another miss. And um, next up would be Jaquai. Uh, Jaquai, you move out just to about here. And you can see eyes on, on this guy here. At the top of the tower, and he's just leaning over, and he's looking down at you in there. All right. Well, it's it's too far for me, even with my uh, longer run. Can you uh, roll a perception check for me, please? I can. Uh, eight. Eight. <laughs> well, you're pulling it back and you're sort of like trying to see. I mean, even though you do have dark vision, it's um it's it is very dark. Um and as you're but you what you do hear is that you hear this arrow flying out of nowhere come right across the top of the um of the tower and hit the bandit in the tower. You don't know where this arrow come, came from. Um, you don't know who's done it. And it's just nailed this bandit right in the side. It screams out in pain. Hmm. And that's the bandit in the tower to the south? No, sorry. That's the, uh, the bandit in the tower to the north. Ah, okay. And um, so you have... Um, now you have the guy in the one in the south. Uh, you should be able to get to him, but you'd have to spend a, spend a key point to get to him. But you should be able to get to him uh, in the next round. With, with Step of the Wind? Yeah, but whether you want to spend that now is, is up to you. Yeah, it's a little bit early. I think at this point I am going to um, go back out and and position myself for a, an attack on somebody that comes after us rather than, um, you know, trying to rush in. Because at this point I still don't know if there's more bandits inside the tower with only one of them shooting arrows. Yeah, so... What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to head back out the hole of the wall and go to the right um, to 
taking cover behind the uh, the broken down uh, guard tower. Mouse looks at the uh, the uh, the bandit who's yelling in pain and turns to Luke and says, "Hmm, a mysterious stranger." Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. So the flash of me- of the glint of metal that I saw on the other ridge um, seems to be someone who is also uh, interested in taking out bandits. You can interpret it that way, yes. Yep. Oh, okay. I, I missed that we saw that. Okay. All right. That's I, 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 I'm, that's that's somewhat helpful. I, I didn't realize. Okay. That's uh, good. Good to know. So after that is Luke. Oof. Uh, so we are, you said, 100 yards away, roughly, from each tower? Yes, this one here is, this guy is looking down, and you, this here area here is heavily obstructed. You could probably try and break through, but... Having a look at here, there doesn't seem to be any way of getting up in this tower. You do notice that there's a ladder back here, ah, but okay. uh, to get down the tower, but the, uh, there doesn't seem to be any ladder here that you can see uh, of getting in. Okay, and then the other, so the the two uh, two people that are attacking us are in are in the the north tower there and the south tower there. Yes. He's at, okay. he's down on the ground actually, just here, just at oh, the end. Oh, this oh this guy's on the ground. Yes, he's come out through the oh. oh oh that's different. Okay, I didn't want to run headlong into a tower, but okay. So uh, what are the uh, so we can move so hundred yards so movement that's three hundred feet. What's the what's no, sorry, the rule for? Feet. Sorry, not hundred yards. Hundred oh. feet. So- Oh, oh, well, that's all the difference in the world. Okay, well, in that case, I'm going to throw a spell at that mofo. Okay, uh, let's see here. Let me get my spell. Let's see. Um, This is a ranged spell attack. So my, let's see. So that is... Spell attack. Okay, D twenty. Okay, there we go. I am proficient. Oh, oh, almost rolled it. It rolled over to a seven. So that is a thirteen on my range spell attack. Oh no, thirteen hits actually. Ha! Thank God for crappy bandit armor. All right. <laughs> um, so with a with a word, uh, Luke uh, Luke Luke uh, points his holy symbol at uh, at the. Uh, at the bandit and and speaks a, a word of a, a word of wrath and casts a guiding bolt at this guy, who will then take uh, a pretty decent amount of radiant damage. He will take uh, twelve points of radiant damage. Oh yeah, he's dead. Um, you just blast right through him and splatter him all to the insides. It, uh, <clears throat> it wasn't uh, even that. Um, um, hidden, the bolt of lightning just comes out of nowhere and lights up all the way, and you actually see the whole thing. Uh, you, well, Jaquai and uh, no, sorry, you and Botty see it. Uh, Jaquai and Mo and do not. 
Um, so next up is um, is now back to Botty's turn. So Botty, you are still currently here hiding behind, and you see a little way through here to try and get eyes on the bandit up here in this tower. Sure, let's go ahead and do that. Okay, so you move up to here and you have a look and you can actually see him there. So, uh, Mike, it's just beyond your range with your bow, so you're going to have to roll at disadvantage to try and hit them. Hit him. Yeah, well, let's do that anyway. To so roll two, two d20s and... Um, Take the lesser? Yeah. 11 and 16, so 11. I'm afraid that just misses. Ooh. So, now I am vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can move back. It didn't take all your movement to get there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll and, duck uh, wherever's conveniently close. Okay. And mouse? Would you like so, to uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, well, what would you like to do? It's your turn. Yeah. Um, so I'm in this archway here. Um, uh, yeah. And uh, is my and how far is it to that opening that you were uh, talking about? I don't I don't see my little. Yeah, circle. you can just get there. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm going to move to that opening, um, and go with the bow again. Um, okay. So roll the d20. And uh, sorry, I'm gonna try this. Uh, And that would be plus five, so 23. Wow, yeah, so you definitely hit. So roll for damage. So D8, I believe, for a short bow, isn't it? Uh, it D6? No, D6. D6. And uh, D6. Um, oh, one. Yeah. Plus three. Oh, so that's plus three, uh, yeah. four damage. Four. And with the damage, uh, this guy's taken a lot of damage. Is there anything else you would like to do? Um. I think I'm just going to uh, duck around behind, uh, you know, to the side of the wall here, so he can't see yeah. me anymore. So gonna... Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so as you're looking around, you're sort of like keeping an eye on him, sort of like you know back and forth, just to see what he's doing. Um, it's then that you see another arrow go flying in and hit the bandit square in the throat, Ooh. and he just and falls down dead. Nice. Not moving. Uh, can so, we tell where the arrow came from? It came from this general okay. direction. So Jaquai was correct, okay. Or at least it seems he was. So what would you like to do? Um, uh, as a group? Yes. What would you yeah. like to do? You're you're out of combat now, so you can move as freely as you want. Can we pass through this uh, this space here that that we were shooting arrows through just a moment ago? Is that is that you, climbable? You right can there, yeah. do. Um, roll. Um, let's see, an acrobatics check, all of you. Actually, for you, it would be, uh, I would say, athletics. For you, you could probably hoof up onto the wall, um, Luke. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Applying brute strength is much more my speed. So uh, yeah, with that, I get, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, well, it's, it shouldn't matter. It's, it's an 18 and if, uh, strength modifiers count, it's actually 22. So, and for, for mouse, it's uh, 15 plus five. So 20. 20. Okay, so is that everybody through? Did everybody get over a ten? No, yeah, I got I got twenty four. You got a four. four. <laughs> Does anybody want to help, buddy? <laughs> yeah, you know? I can okay. say yeah, Luke. I, Luke, Luke yeah, I'll, 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 I'll reach down and grab her by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, so, body the loot. Uh, <laughs> you uh, manage to get over this side of the wall, and you start to approach, and you see a door on this side here. And you see a door at this keep here. And over in this direction, just to the right, just coming through this little gate after it took a bit of time to get over the wall. Um, as you're coming through, do you want to describe what they see? Oh. We've we've had a we've had a guest here in the uh, whoops. We've had uh, a guest here in the chat. I want to describe what they see. The guest was muted. Um, <laughs> I'm in Nord uh, with my bow hanging hanging up above. Awesome. Walking down towards the keep, uh, Michael. Did you get the link? Were you able to join um, that roll twenty link? Uh, oh, I didn't. Oh, is that what that? Okay, I just had got that link now. I had just set up random uh, as a one through twenty, but I can do this as well. Don't actually have any. I have random.org set up as one through twenty, so I can actually generate through that. So. And it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> So I roll, roll day two. No, uh, do, uh, do you have uh, roll 20 up? Uh, like, because we can see like a like a combat similar. I, I sent you through, but I didn't know whether. Oh, okay. You're, I, uh, yeah, I just got it. I have to sign up for it and everything. It has to sign up. All right. So it's okay. I can explain the map to you as, as we go. Okay. So you have, you saw this bandit. You saw. Well, first of all, about 10 minutes earlier, um, you've been camped out of this for the past few days, hiding out from these bandits just above mm -hmm. and checking them out. And um, you then hear this almighty crash, what sounded like 50 or so pots and pans landing on the floor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fire down. And you thought, maybe there's a platoon of Imperial soldiers heading towards the keep or something like that <laughs> so you definitely heard something happening and then um you started seeing some movement with the bandits and they started attacking these people that were coming through you managed to see them from your vantage point and they looked nothing like guards or who you could possibly be expecting to come through there but it uh, it was these guys and they saying to start to attack the bandits and they seemed one of them was definitely wearing heavy armor, so you thought, well, maybe they can handle themselves, so you decided to troll your lot in, and this seems like your your best chance of doing what you need to do. You are 
they have just stepped over the wall. And if you, rem you remember Helgen, yes, um, you know you've got the door that you run through with Hedvar, and then you have the door that you run through with Rayloff. Yes. All four of them are standing roughly in between those two doors, so just at the edge of the keep, so they're looking at the Rayloff. They're, they're, uh, they're probably standing more probably in front of the Hel Helvar uh, door and not the Rayloff one, and you have come down from the top and you're now looking directly at them so uh it's hard to say so imagine you came through the gate from where where rivald is you've walked up from there that road and then you've turned right and you're looking at them as you're just looking at those two doors okay and you see a young gajit a man in heavy armor a woman in uh, leather armor and a Khajiit in robes. Hmm. No Nords? Any Nords? Yeah, the, the, the guy in heavy armor is a Nord. Okay, he's a Nord, okay. Yeah, he, he is, he's, he is the, the generic Nord prisoner when you start up Skyrim. That's exactly what he looks like. Ah, perfect. 20 something young, young man. Um, the only friendly face in the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> So you you approach them, and and uh, you all see him approach. He's got his bow out, and um, do you have any other description what he looks like? Um, sort of like you know his facial features or what his armor looks like or anything like that. Uh, he's a uh, longer-haired generic Nord, but uh, he is wearing a the typical heavy uh, iron armor, but it's quite worn and quite weather-beaten from. Uh, Doing his uh, general uh, kind uh, search for kind that he has been on. Hmm. Hmm. So, what would you guys like to do? You see this stranger that sort of like helps you out, taking out uh, a bandit guard at the, at the top of this tower. Well, Mouse is going to step forward and and hold out his hand and say, "Well met, thank you." Hmm. Now, Mouse is uh, the Imperial. Imperial. Mm. Young Imperial. He's a mid-20s Imperial. Uh, yes. Uh, sorry, Hamming is, uh, turns his head. <laughs> and and uh, Luke, the, the, the Nord in heavy armor with a uh, uh, hammer, hammer in hand, but, but not, not raised, of course, and a, uh, a shield uh, bearing the holy symbol of, uh, of Kinnerath, uh steps forward and says, uh, well met. Ah, friend. Thank you for your help. Yes. It's good to see a friend. We hope we can call ourselves a friend. We're, we're, we're four, four, four friends here. Uh, may we share names? I'm Luke. Uh, I am, uh, Hamming. And I'll, I'll, just, uh, I'll, 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 I'll nod to the party like does the party introduce themselves or a uh, mouse is going to lower his hand and stare piercingly with no expression on his face at hamming do the pets have names and remain silent ah hmm i see uh hope to be friend hamming uh you, you there are no pets here these are all equal free citizens of the world 
Very well. Very well. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. I think we're going to end our first episode there with a new surprise guest. Damn Google Hangouts for not letting me have another Hangout open at the same time so he knew what was going on. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yes, welcome uh, to a stranger in the midst and kind of throwing uh, a Nord among the kittens, as it were. (laughs) Please join us next time on Skyrim 1080. Thank you. And thank you, Michael. Thank you for joining. That was awesome. It was great. Very nice. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com, where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you.